Hello, City Church. This is Trevor, and welcome to City Church Together for Tuesday, January 18th. Uh, we're going to do a Hear Journal today, and we're going to do this um, in our Bible reading plan style. So we're reading four chapters a day from different places in Scripture. Um, today's reading, particularly, we're going to focus in our reading from Matthew 18 and Acts 18 on this the 18th day of January. It kind of works nicely in January. Um, once we get past January, it won't work out probably so evenly. But today we are in two 18s um, on one eighteen. All right, here we go. We're going to start in Matthew 18, and I'm going to read verses 15 through 20. If your brother sins against you, go and rebuke him in private. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he won't listen, take one or two others with you so that by the testimony of two or three witnesses, every fact may be established. If he doesn't pay attention to them, tell the church. If he doesn't pay attention even to the church, let him be like a Gentile and a tax collector to you. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Again, I Truly, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. And then over to Acts chapter 18. And in Acts chapter 18, I'm going to read verse 24 through verse 28. Verse 24, Acts 18, 24 says, now, a Jew named Apollos, a native Alexandrian, an eloquent man who was competent in the use of the scriptures, arrived in Ephesus. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he was speaking and teaching accurately about Jesus, although he knew only John's baptism. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. After Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained the way of God to him more accurately. When he wanted to cross over to Achaia, the brothers and sisters wrote uh, to the disciples to welcome him. After he arrived, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed. For, be, uh, for, be, for he vigorously refuted the Jews in public, demonstrating through the scriptures that Jesus is the Messiah. And that is the word of the Lord from Matthew 18 and Acts 18. Um, I am going to the eye doctor this week. My apologies for the times when I stumbled over words by squinting in the tiny writing in my Bible. Um, and just like you new fathers refused to get a minivan and eventually gave in, I refused to get a large print Bible, but will probably give in. I, I have served my minivan years. Now it's time for my large print Bible years. Okay, enough about me. Let's talk about these passages as they work together, okay? So that's my aim here is not in, in this here journal, and maybe I'm going to look for this in, in here journals moving forward with this reading plan. I, w I would like to um, let the passages work off each other to find some commonalities and see where the Spirit is moving in between them. So what we had in Matthew... It, what we had in Matthew 18 today, um, I read the section on restoring a brother or sister who had sinned. And you noticed in there that there was, um, that the call was to 
Um, if your brother sins against you, go and rebuke him in private. And if he listens to you, you have won your brother. And then he gives ongoing steps. Well, if he doesn't listen to you, what you should do? Well, you should bring um, someone else with you who would also call him to repentance. And if he still doesn't, then you should involve the church. Um, and then he should be treated as a Gentile or tax collector. Now, how does the church treat Gentiles and tax collectors according to Jesus? We treat them with warmth, hospitality. We have meals with them. We ask them to, uh, uh, we, we do call them to repentance. We share truth with them, okay? Paul's that, so that, that's the picture, is a brother who has sinned, and we need to go to that brother or sister and call for their repentance in love. Hopefully, they listen, okay? So that was Jesus. All right, now, what happens in Acts 18 is not, um, is not that someone sins, at least on purpose. It is that there is a, um, there is a shortness in understanding on Apollos' part. So you can see in verse 24 in 18, a Jew named Apollos um, was an eloquent man who was competent in the use of the scriptures. Now, Apollos pops up in a number of places. He was a contemporary of Paul. And, um, in fact, Paul talks about how many people said, I follow Apollos or I follow Paul. And so they were kind of jumping on a Christian celebrity. And when, when Apollos um, comes to Ephesus, he finds there uh, people that I've called them the Wonder Twins, even though they're married. I picture them in matching sweaters. But it is Priscilla and Aquila. And in this remarkable scene, um, Priscilla and Aquila um, listen to Apollo's talk. They listen to Apollo's talk. And I love how it says, Apollo's preached the word of God accurately, but he only knew John's baptism. And so Priscilla and Aquila pull him aside. Aquila and Priscilla pull him aside to teach him, to uh, show him how to handle the word of God more accurately. So he was accurate. The sweater trends pull him aside and say, it's time to be more accurate. I love, I just love the way that that's put. Now, here's the way these passages interact, okay? As we talk about, those are what we're highlighting. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about explaining and then applying. The aim here and what these passages share in common is obviously in one situation you have sin and in another situation you have um, not completely understanding or not completely presenting the word accurately. Not because Apollos was trying to be inaccurate or trying to manipulate people or trying to use the gospel for his own advantage. No, not at all. It was it was an honest mistake. Like there was something that he didn't understand because he didn't know and understand the baptism of Jesus. He only knew John's baptism, all right? So the baptism with fire that John predicted, all right? So the commonality is that in both cases, people are in error. In one case, it's sin. In another case, it's misunderstanding. Or there's gaps that haven't been filled in. But in both cases, notice the gentleness and care. Aquila and Priscilla meet with Apollos in private. They pull him aside they don't stand up as he's preaching and say, heresy, right? They pull him aside because that's not what it is. They pull him aside and they calmly say, 
Let's talk more about the way of Jesus here. There's so much care shown there. Additionally, in Jesus' commands to the church to say, when someone sins, first go to them in private. Don't blow them up on social media, etc. Now, I do want to say something that, you know, I don't know how much you're into the Christian Twitter and such, but, you know, there's things that happen on social media where people say things publicly for a public forum and they are and, and uh, they are addressed publicly. And sometimes that is necessary. But for the most part, we're thinking about locally together as brothers and sisters, what should we do? Whether someone is sinned, um, whether someone sins deliberately or there's a misunderstanding or inaccuracy, we want to take gentle care to, yes, bring the truth, but as Jesus comes, as, as John puts it in his prologue, Jesus comes in grace and truth. So I want to do this with care for a brother or sister. I want to do it not only for the people that are listening to them for their benefit, but I want to keep the person in mind. So I'm not just like trying to protect the sheep from a wolf. No, we're, we're all sheep in this, and someone has had a misunderstanding or there's sin involved, and I care about them, and I care about the church, whether that's in their teaching or whether that's in gossip that's being spread or whatever, and I start with a private confrontation. Um, and sometimes, like with Priscilla and Aquila, it's not even really a confrontation as, it, as much as it is as, oh, you only know John's baptism, and you have been preaching Jesus accurately according to what you know. But there's more to understand about Jesus. Let us come. Let us teach you. And they do that. And then Apollos benefits, and so do Apollos' hearers. Likewise, the person in Matthew 18 benefits, and so the church is either protected or edified. So that is our application. City Church, wherever you are, especially inside the church among brothers and sisters, let's not gossip. Let's not Take things to social media to call people out. Let's spend time understanding one another and caring for one another. And notice what Priscilla and Aquila had to do. They had to notice where Apollos had a shortcoming or where Apollos had something that he had not yet encountered. And they were willing to take the steps and care and go out of their way to fill in those gaps for him, to help him understand. City Church, who are you looking out for to do that? Or maybe you have that yourself and you need someone to explain more accurately the way of Jesus. We need to be seeking this out among one another in the church. Don't just stand back and watch. Be involved in one another's lives, both in difficult rebuke of sin, that hopefully leads to repentance, and also in just helping people understand the way of Jesus. Let's do that together as a church. Now let's respond after a moment of silence. Our Father, we love you and you are so gentle and kind and patient with us in all of our sin, in all of our misunderstanding. Lord, I I think about the things that I thought I knew even 10 years ago when this church started and am just blown away with your patience of me. Um, because the gap of the gap of what I thought I knew then to what I think I know now is like that's just getting wider and wider and wider. And the, the more the more that I learn, the more, the more that I realize that I don't know. And so I, I still am in need of people explaining the way to me more accurately. I am still a sinner, and I, I still need people to say, Trevor, this in your life is is not right. Would you repent of it? Would you help us to do that with gentleness and care? Would you help us to love one another more deeply and so that we follow what Jesus says in the way that we ought to care for one another, even in the hard conversations we need to have. Help us not to run from the hard conversations, 
like Aquila and Priscilla, I'm sure it was a little bit awkward coming to Apollos, who was a, a well-known preacher, and saying, hey, you preached this. I thought it was good, but maybe there's something you're missing. Father, help us all have patience with each other. That's a hard thing to do, and it's a hard thing to receive. So bind us together as a family more and more by your Holy Spirit and through our submission to you through your word. It's in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I pray. Amen. City Church, keep reading, keep meditating, keep here journaling. We will talk at you next time. I was going to say see you, but I don't really see you here. So maybe I'll see you on Sunday. All right, City Church, go and multiply the gospel.